Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. Today, I'm interviewing David Schmidt, who is the innovator and inventor of LifeWave Patches. We discuss this technology and how this can use light to activate our own body's uh, cellular energy, stem cells, and he also shares tips to support a healthy immune system. So please enjoy the podcast. Welcome, David. It's really an honor to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And there were so many connections that led us to connecting. And I'm so excited to learn more about your background and your work and how we can really help more people using the technology that you invented. And before we dive in, many people have a story or have some background that really allow them to delve deeper into the healing field. And so can you just share a little bit about your background and what led you to the invention of LifeWave Patches? Sure. Um, I've been on a journey of being an inventor, uh, I think, since I was seven or eight years old. Uh, I've always liked to take things apart and figure out uh, how they worked. had the opportunity growing up in New Jersey to visit the research lab of Thomas Edison. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to say that had a huge impact on me. And uh, I came home after my parents took me there and I said, uh, Dad, I want to be an inventor. And, you know, he said to me, well, there's no such job. And the funny thing is his brother, my uncle, was a uh, inventor during his life. And he worked for Bell Laboratories uh, doing semiconductor research and had, I think, over 100 patents. Wow. So, uh, But my dad didn't seem to think that you could be an inventor. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I wanted to pursue my dream. So, uh, and, and that's actually a good lesson. We shouldn't let the ones that love us around us steal our dreams because they can sometimes innocently do that. But I went to school for a degree in uh, computer science management and then later biology. And I began to uh, do an investigation into the electrical properties of neuroblastomas and found a method by which you could selectively manipulate the membrane potential of cancer cells as opposed to healthy cells and selectively destroy these cancer cells. So that was really my uh, first experience with energy medicine and the idea that we didn't have to rely on uh, biochemistry, uh, that the biochemistry and the bioenergetic system, they could work together. And uh, as Dr. Robert Becker you know, found, of course, in the 60s, the bioelectrical system or biophysics is going to control the biochemistry. So this has been a journey, hard to believe, it's almost 40 years. Oh, wow. Wow. No, I just love that um, your spirit knew at a young age of what you were called to do and that you followed your passion and, you know, a big passion of mine and something that I continue to delve more deeply into is this understanding of uh, the body electric or this bioelectrical nature or more than biochemistry, right? And so I see a lot of patients who've tried a lot of things, have seen, you know, really wonderful doctors, and a lot of functional doctors who are awesome, but they really focus on the biochemistry. And some people stay really stuck or plateaued until we start using other tools and technologies or principles that work with the body's electrical system. And so I'm super fascinated by all of the tools out there and of course the the work that you've developed. And so you created something called LifeWave patches. And so can you just tell the audience what they are and what they do? Sure. So this I started this project over 20 years ago and at the time um, I owned a company uh, with a group of of other guys, and we were developing survival equipment for the U.S. Navy through government contractors. And I got invited to a uh, project where we were trying to figure out how to keep people alive longer 
in uh, survival situations. And I thought, well, these people are going to be using drugs and stimulants to keep themselves awake. Maybe there's a better way that we could do this with energy as opposed to having rely on a drug or chemical. And uh, so began several years of research looking at how we could use light to elevate the mitochondrial energy and how we could improve the metabolism. And so this resulted in the first LifeWave patch. So uh, phototherapy has been around, of course, you know, for thousands of years in in different types of forms, uh, but it's really only matured as a proper science over the past 10 years. And the, the types of devices that are available on the market today are cold lasers and lamps. You know, we stimulate the body with light. But the innovation that I came up with and that was later patented is a way that we can take organic crystals. Uh, they're stereoisomers of amino acids and sugars, and they're, they're put in a sealed compartment. And they're designed so that they can be activated by body heat and stimulate the skin with very, very low levels of light. So when we do this, we create biochemical changes in the body, which is quite measurable. And we have almost 90 clinical studies now to uh, substantiate and verify this through traditional blood, urine, and saliva tests, as well as bioelectrical tests. But the, the simple thing is the LifeWave patch stimulates the skin with light and will produce a favorable biochemical change. And the we have a number of devices and they do everything from improving energy, relieving pain, improving sleep to much more sophisticated things like activating stem cells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. And I definitely want to dive into the stem cell component. And there are these patches and it's not using the transdermal route. So it's not like, I know you have a glutathione patch, right? So it's not a patch of actually glutathione that we're applying topically, but it's right. more um, maybe building blocks or support in a crystal form like that remains in the patch, but through the light penetration and interaction with what's in the patch, it stimulates the body to do what? So, yeah, so definitely you've got it right. You've got it right. So we go out in the sun and the sun will cause our body to make vitamin D. So this is a process that's known as photobiomodulation, but it simply means that we can use light to create physical biochemical changes in the body. So what happens on a biochemical level is that if we stimulate the skin with the correct wavelengths of light, we're going to elevate something called cytochrome C oxidase. Now, this is an important biochemical in the electron transport chain and is integral in the cell's ability in the mitochondria to manufacture energy. So the first thing that happens when you wear a LifeWave patch and it stimulates the skin with light, no chemicals involved, is it will increase the metabolism and increase the amount of energy that your cell will produce. One of the, the problems with aging, of course, people really feel, most people feel this, probably not you, because I know that you're doing all the right things. But as, as people get older, they experience what's called mitochondrial dysfunction. And this means that our cells decline in their ability to make energy. So some of the really exciting research, Bruce Ames at uh, University of California in Berkeley did some of the foundational work in this area. 
Today, we would think of people like David Sinclair. But what's so exciting about this is that increasing the amount of energy that the mitochondria produces is a path to age reversal. It's a, it's a path to anti-aging and then ultimately reversing the physical age of the cell. And we've validated this with our technology that we see anti-aging and age reversal effects. It all starts with increasing the amount of energy in the cell. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, with the cytochrome C oxidase example, you know, I always love to kind of highlight, you know, that we're wired to receive light, right? And um, we have chromophores in our body. So we're wired to respond to different wavelengths of light. And, you know, one thing that I've been noodling on, and I might be off, but I've been studying structured water a lot um, and just the effects of structured water in our cells and our matrix and the fluids in our body. And so have you thought or have you had any perspective of how the LifeWave patches might be helping to increase exclusion zone or structured water in the body? Yes, absolutely. It's funny. I just took a sip of structured water as a matter of <laughs> you say that. Totally unplanned. We're, we're, in, we're totally in sync. So we did a very interesting study with Dr. Gaetan Chevalier. Dr. Chevalier, he's a PhD and nuclear scientist. He had done work on uh, fusion energy at UCLA prior to working in his field now of uh, laser spectroscopy, looking at biophoton emission. Mm -hmm. So one of the characteristics of aging is a loss of coherence in the cell. So as we age, it's kind of like, you know, having a house, the house begins to break down, the plumbing doesn't work, the wiring's not so good. That's what's going on in our cells is the aging process is going to have a detrimental effect on how everything in the cell works. And we can refer to this as the coherence of the cell. In the uh, cell nucleus where the DNA is, there's going to be coherent emission of light. This was discovered by Fritz Popp in Germany. And as we age, the amount of light that our cells release changes. It actually, our cells emit more light paradoxically, uh, but this is because they're leaking light. Uh, The cells are losing their ability to contain those fields. And this is not a good thing because it interferes with the ability of the cell to communicate with its environment. And this is all measurable uh, with something called a photomultiplier tube. I'm, I'm taking a really long Time to answer no, this question. Really I, love, I love this work. Yeah, no, this is awesome. <laughs> but we did we did a study with uh, Dr. Chevalier and uh, using uh, photomultiplier tubes. And anyway, the, the net end effect of this is that we saw that when people used our energy patches, that the cells went into coherence. And mm-hmm. one of the effects of coherence is water structuring. So we know that the water inside a cell is going to be essentially a liquid crystal. And all of the organelles are, in fact, mimic uh, electronic components. So we could describe the cell as being a capacitor, certainly has a capacitance, which is measurable. The mitochondria has been uh, compared to a cyclotron, and there's even a phenomena called ion cyclotron resonance. But this is all going to depend on coherence in the cell and proper water structuring. That's all to say that we found with our very first product, Energy Enhancer, is that it would produce structured water within the cell. 
Awesome. No, I love that. And I've studied all of this work and I um, know I, I had a sense that these patches were creating coherence and creating structured water, but it's so awesome that you can measure that. In my healthcare clinics of the future kind of vision, it's like if we could have photomultipliers in the, the office and seeing what our biophoton emissions are, I think that's such a, a key marker for health that we're really under-acknowledging at this point. It is, you know, actually, uh, this is an incredible area of research that's open. I don't know if you've ever been a fan of Star Trek, but I certainly always was. And I used to say the, of the original show where Dr. McCoy would, you know, take a tricorder, rub it over the body, and then you would see, uh, you know, what was going on inside. I believe that's going to be possible through measuring the different wavelengths of light, and we can correlate these to uh, different types of biochemical reactions in the cell, metabolic phases of the cell. So by reading light emission, we can learn pretty much everything that's going on in the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. It's the future, right? Um, we're gonna get it is the future. Star Trek, you know, a visualization is going to happen. Now I, I feel that. So David, so part of the benefits of your patches, you've linked um this was some of the research you've done with stem cells. And so stem cells, um, you know, there's a lot of hype around this. There's a lot of um, amazing results that are potential, like that have um, extreme um, amazing potential for people who are really quite sick. In the U.S., I still feel it's a little bit of the Wild West with kind of finding the right, you know, technology, the right doctor, you know, the right timing, and then the cost, right, of stem cells um, can be quite high for a lot of people who need them. And so share a little bit about your stem cell research and, you know, how you've also developed this technology to support our body's ability to produce stem cells. Yeah, so we started stem cell research uh, about 12 years ago, now 13 years ago. It's hard to believe it's been that long. First, what we were trying to do was basically find a way that we could activate the stem cells in the human body. So if you were to identify what's some of the real drawbacks of stem cell technology as it existed back then and as it exists today, it's that we have to use injections of external stem cells. Those stem cells are expensive, as you've said, and they come with a certain amount of risks. They don't always work, and sometimes they'll damage healthy cells. They'll be recognized by the body as foreign cells. Also, we don't see broad regulatory acceptance of current stem cell technology. So we don't find here in the United States, in Europe, and Japan, that these things are approved uh, by the FDA or ministries of health. So this this is a real issue. Uh, Stem cells today have very, very limited use, but we know it's the future. So 20 years from now, you know, somebody gets in an accident, they have diabetes, stem cell injections are gonna be commonplace. So how do we get from where we are today to that future? So the approach that I wanted to take was to say, okay, look, we, we have stem cells already in our body, and those stem cells are going to age with the rest of the body. So what if there was a way that we could reset those stem cells and get them to function like younger, healthier cells? So this seems to be a little bit of science fiction and, and not reality. But as it turns out, 
the process of age reversal now is something which is scientifically accepted as fact and, in fact, inevitable. So I looked at work by someone by the name of Dr. Lauren Picard, and uh, in my view, he should win a Nobel Prize for this research. It's, he devoted over 45 years of his life to researching this. What he did was he took the blood of someone that was young and he started to expose liver cells to the young blood. And what he found was that he could reverse the age of those liver cells. And through a lot of uh, time and effort, he isolated this down to a single peptide called GHK. And uh, it is known as uh, copper peptide or copper binding peptide. And uh, what he learned over time is that this peptide specifically, it's a very simple uh, peptide made of glycine, histidine, and lysine. And what he discovered is that this peptide could reset about one third of the genes in our cells to a more youthful state. The peptide would cause the, the cells to act like younger cells. They would cause the stem cells to migrate and they would also increase the number of total stem cells in the body. So sounds like magic. Right. Uh, the problem is that if you take a copper peptide pill, it's slightly toxic uh -huh. in the gut. So you can't take it. We can't go to the vitamin store and get it orally. You can inject it, but most people don't want to give themselves injections every day. And mm -hmm. the FDA has never approved its use. So the research has kind of stayed off to the side and uh, the only applications commercially have really been in skincare. Mm -hmm. So I saw this research and I thought, okay, if we could find a way to elevate copper peptide and we're going to do it with light, then we could offer people a stem cell technology today and uh, do it safely, cost-effectively and uh, produce some pretty dramatic results. So that's the short version of the story. There's a lot more detail, but that's the short version. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And so that's your LifeWave X39 patch, is that correct? That's right. Yeah, awesome. What are some things that you've heard that when people start using the um, X39 patch, I'm just super curious. It's one of the ones that I've been playing around with. And I one patient who's quite sick, and when she put it on, she had the best sleep of, you know, her life, like, you know, after that. So I was just curious what, what kind of anecdotes that you tend to see with um, the X39 patch. Yeah. So if it's okay with you, uh, if there's any skeptics on the line, we yeah. should, st we can start with the science if that's all right, because uh, we've done somewhere in the ballpark of 90 clinical studies. Now we've done many, about nine clinical studies on X39. Uh, some of those have been published. The research that we've done are traditional blood and urine testing. So we look at when you put a patch on that it is elevating copper peptide the way that we say. Uh, we do analysis to look at changes in metabolism. So we can look at changes in synthesis of amino acids, changes in hormone levels, changes in inflammatory markers. We've done brain scans with a P3 system, looking at how stem cells uh, that are activated, improve the overall health of the brain and improve cognition. We have the scientific evidence to say, you know, this is what's going on. You know, to answer your question, you know, what kind of benefits could people expect from this within the tw first 24 hours, an improvement in energy, mm -hmm. uh, as you've said, an improvement in the quality of sleep. We see increases in GABA levels in the brain in as uh, quickly as the first 24 hours. We see control 
better management of pain, better management of inflammation. We also see very rapid wound healing. There are two effects that we see with X39 that is what's really attracts people to this. The first thing is they can heal quickly from injury and even if it's an old injury. We also see something called youth renewal, meaning that as people use this, they begin to not only feel younger, but they begin to look younger as well. Who doesn't want any of all, you know, all of that, right? Let's take it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, these can all be, you know, theories and clinical anecdotes, right? But that's, you know, great that you're learning, right? What your work does with, you know, objective information. I think that's just such a win-win, you know, to demonstrate this. So just kind of from like a user perspective, so you have like all these patches and I'm just super curious because I'm starting to implement and integrate them in my patient care. And there's like different places we can put them on the body, right? And so is there any methodology or anything that um, we should be thinking about of how we apply them and where we apply them to get the effect? When people are first starting with this, I would say simplicity is a good way to approach it. So we give a number of locations where people can use any of the patches and that's all based on the clinical studies. So when we're recommending a point to apply it to, it's because we have a clinical study that said it's gonna be effective there. So for X39, people would apply it either behind the neck or below the belly button. And in practice, if people want to apply it at the site of an injury, they can. Now, because we're stimulating the skin with light to elevate a peptide, it gets elevated systemically. So you can really put the patch anywhere and it's going to be effective. So for example, we've had cases where somebody had an old injury to their toes. They put the patch behind the neck and they noticed that the toes were starting to heal. Mm -hmm. So the, the placement is not as important as one might think. Now, On the other hand, uh, we'll have uh, therapists, let's say like acupuncturists, let's say, oh, I want to put the patch at this point. So not only can we activate stem cells, but we can stimulate these acupuncture points and they can be used as a sophisticated tool that way. Mm -hmm. But for most people, pretty much put them anywhere and they're going to work great. Yeah. Awesome. And then they last for about 12 hours. Is that correct? When you wear them? Okay. Um, Yeah. So they're disposable. You put them on in the morning, take them off at night. You don't want to leave them on all the time for a number of reasons. One is because the patch is sealed and it's going to create an increase in heat under the patch. And if people leave it on too long, like more than 12 hours, they can get a heat rash. The temperature is very, very mild. It's nothing serious. But you wouldn't want to leave it on all day for, you know, 24 hours because it could make the skin a little itchy. Mm -hmm. Got it. In my world, we are really excited about peptides, which obviously for good reason with what she just shared with the copper peptide. And, you know, there right now we use a lot of compounding pharmacies to get injectable peptides. And again, um, as you said, you know, some people don't like to do injections. And then, you know, the FDA is taking some of the peptides away right now. So we're just looking for, you know, more approaches of how we can um, support more of these naturally occurring peptides in our bodies to support all these different functions. And one that I find really works for my patients um, is thymosin alpha one or thymosin beta four. Do you have any patches or any tools that you do to support the thymus, especially with um, everyone's immune system on top of mind right now? 
That's an interesting question because we know that thymus, the thyroid, the liver are all going to be relatively soft tissue and they're going to tend to accumulate heavy metals like mercury. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we recommend is our glutathione patch. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we're going to recommend a healthy diet, exercise, drinking clean water, uh, getting proper rest, taking supplements, you know, doing all of those things. And of course, proper spiritual practices, meditation, uh, these types of things have a have a balanced life. But with respect to the immune system, there are so many options that are available today and people really don't need to fear the novel coronavirus doesn't mean we shouldn't be concerned about it, but we shouldn't be afraid of it because there are plenty of tools to deal with it and really make it a non-issue. With respect to the thymus, one thing I would recommend is that people go through regular detox. Uh, There's a study that just came out today on this, as a matter of fact. Plenty of studies that show most people have at least 100 foreign chemicals in their body, and that's 100% of the population. So all of us should be detoxing regularly. Glutathione is the body's master antioxidant. How long we live is correlated with our body's levels of glutathione. Glutathione is intimately connected with our immune health, uh, the, our hearing, the ability to protect our hearing, our eyesight, and glutathione is a chelating agent. So if we do get exposed to things like mercury in the air that we breathe or we have seafood often, We want to keep our glutathione levels elevated because glutathione attaches to mercury and then pulls it out of the body. So uh, someone can place one of our glutathione patches over the thymus, over the thyroid, and it's going to help to pull the mercury out of the body and uh, have a very nice detox and it happens quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the glutathione patch I've been exploring and um, it you know works for a lot of my patients. Some people might say, and you know, obviously all of our cells have glutathione and we make it naturally. Um, but in the world of chronic illness, some people can, you know, when they take exogenous glutathione, they can be highly sensitive for lots of different reasons. And so I had a patient ask if they're sensitive to glutathione, can they still take your patch? Would they expect a different response? Yeah. So the patch is going to assist the body in making more glutathione. So that's going to be the difference. There's no glutathione in the patch that's going to go into the body. Mm-hmm. So that that would be something that would be really important. Then, you know, what a person would do, just make sure that they have enough N-acetylcysteine in their diet or a supplement. Uh, that's going to be the uh, amino acid that is going to be kind of the key dependent upon glutathione levels in the body. So someone that's a vegan may not be getting enough, uh, cyst- they may not getting be getting any cysteine in their diet. So they may have to supplement with cysteine and take something like NAC. But yeah, I, I would definitely say that this is a preferred way to elevate glutathione because even if we get it by injection, the half-life of glutathione is seven minutes. So uh, that means the glutathione levels decline very rapidly after an injection. Another area of interest of mine is around collagen. You know, collagen is obviously the most abundant protein in the body and um, it has a structural function, but also I've been learning about its semiconductive properties, photon carrier in the body and communication network in the body. And so do you have any um, patches that support collagen synthesis or you know, energy communication in the body. 
Well, all of the patches support energy communication in the body. And uh, yes, the first of all, the X39 patch will, uh, by elevating copper peptide, that will stimulate the fibroblasts into increase in collagen production. So one thing that stem cells do really well is repair damaged tissue. And of course, they have to produce lots of collagen in order to be able to do that. So copper peptide is one that we have that will do it. We have an oral supplement called Nirvana. And uh, it would be take more time than we have to really get into everything behind that. But that is a natural, the short story is it's a natural seaweed extract uh, that elevates beta endorphins. And chronic elevation of beta endorphins has been shown to increase collagen production. Of course, there's things like glutathione and vitamin C, which will help to repair damaged collagen structures in the body. We could use uh, something like a uh, broad-spectrum anti-inflammatory. That would either be our Eon patch. There's curcumin supplements. And uh, this is going to help protect our collagen matrix and our cells, right, the cytoskeleton from damage. So I, th I think it's a little bit about first preservation, mm -hmm. keeping those levels of inflammation, the body low, and then using things like uh, vitamin C, glutathione, copper peptide to trigger uh, increases in collagen repair and production of new collagen. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And when you were talking to, I was thinking, um, you know, a lot of my patients have pain and we're working on all the underlying causes of why they have pain. And then of course they're you know, tend to be the people that see me tend to be resistant to conventional pain management strategies. And of course, those come with a whole host of side effects. And we use a lot of CBDs and natural anti-inflammatories and things like that. But do you have any patches that you've seen clinically help with pain? Oh, yes. I think we have, what is it, 18 clinical studies now on pain relief. Uh, th this is something I'm very passionate about because it would be great if we lived in a world where people didn't have to suffer with pain. And there are many, many natural alternatives. So first in, in the world of light therapy, we have two products that work extremely well. Uh, one is called Ice Wave and the other is Eon. Ice Wave was for our first pain relief product. And it's uh, very, very simple to apply. You, you essentially can apply it either near the area of pain or if there's pain throughout the body, we have a protocol for that as well. And then we have our Eon patch, which you use with it. You can if you want. And uh, that is a broad spectrum anti-inflammatory. So we've had massive success with this. We did a study with the uh, foremost expert in France, on uh, pain management. His name is Dr. Pierre Volkman. And we did this uh, study at a hospital in Lyon, France called General de Sante. I found that maybe it's because I'm German, uh, that the French tend to be a little skeptical. And I gave a presentation to uh, their medical doctors and they said, okay, well, this sounds interesting, but prove it. And I said, okay, go ahead. If you can go ahead and give me some patients in the hospital to patch, then uh, we can give you a demo. They began to bring me one person after another, and in an hour, uh, I had uh, 32 out of 32 people out of pain. Wow. And uh, so based on that, uh, they authorized a clinical study. Uh, we did a study with 75 people, and uh, we had 96% of the people experience pain relief in uh, five minutes. That's incredible. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I'm going to be trying those. <laughs> yeah, and that that study is in the science section of our website. So, if anyone wants to pull that up, they certainly can. Awesome. So, David, is there any um, thing that we haven't covered around your patches that you want to share with the audience today? I wanted to give people, obviously, your breadth of knowledge, experience, and the science behind this, but also the hope and clinical anecdotes for anyone who might be struggling out there that there are solutions out there that um, are innovative and they might not have heard about. Um, so any anything that you feel called to share? Yeah, I think um, I would talk about COVID a little bit, and yeah. but not. Um, I don't want to do this in the framework of our products because I don't want to make a claim about that that's going to get me in trouble with the FDA or you know the government. We did a clinical study on COVID at a hospital in New York, and we did this study with medical doctors and nurses and EMT workers. And uh, what we wanted to do was take a look at copper supplementation. So copper supplementation is important to the function of our X39 patch. Essentially, when you elevate GHK uh, or copper peptide, it needs copper in the body to bind to. Now, there had been quite a bit of research showing that copper can deactivate the novel coronavirus. So what other researchers had been looking at was, uh, for example, uh, Southampton, over in England, they're looking at making all the surfaces in hospitals out of copper instead of stainless steel because they found that coronavirus dies within minutes when coming in contact with copper alloy. So we wanted to test this out with people, but with oral copper supplementation. And what we found was that when these doctors and nurses became infected with COVID, they were asymptomatic. They didn't know they had it. And this is really good news because uh, we see that IVs of vitamin C, copper supplementation, many other things are natural treatments for COVID. So a lot of people are in fear. They're, they're worried about this. And the good news is that nature already provides solutions to this problem. Mm-hmm. Love that. And what kind of copper supplementation um, do you usually, or was done in the study? Like what, um, do you know the dose? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't really take a lot. You know, the, uh, if someone were to take uh, two milligrams of copper glycinate as a prophylactic, that would be a pretty good dose. And you can take up to 10 milligrams a day without any issue. Uh, And to put that in perspective for anyone that's ever had liver, uh, they probably got about 50 milligrams of copper. And uh, so it's clearly not toxic, not as toxic as some people would lead you to believe. Uh, Although there are uh, certain people that can't tolerate copper in their diet. And so they'd want to speak with their medical doctor about that. But most people are going to tolerate copper supplementation very well. So Something like two milligrams, four milligrams per day of copper is going to be pretty good. That is actually the effectiveness of that is improved dramatically when you combine it with vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So taking a thousand or 2000 milligrams of vitamin C once or twice a day uh, is going to improve on that effect quite dramatically. And uh, I found some research at the National Institute of Health clinical studies that validate that. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's simple and inexpensive. And then I know some of my audience will be like, okay, what do we do with the zinc thing, the zinc, the copper? Any recommendation on zinc climbing and dose when you're taking copper? Yeah, so zinc is interesting. I, I think there's some disinformation about zinc that's out there and from uh, people that intend well. The first thing is that zinc as a way to protect us from COVID is useful. However, once someone has a COVID infection, they should stop taking zinc. There seems to be evidence that a novel coronavirus, at least one of the variants anyway, uses zinc to replicate. So while it can help to prevent a coronavirus infection initially, once the infection takes hold in our body, we should discontinue uh, zinc supplementation. Copper, on the other hand, no problem at all. It's mm-hmm. going to, copper is going to be toxic to the coronavirus at any point and at any stage. Is copper safe to take daily or is it something that we should pulse or not take on a regular basis once we get through an infection? Yeah. So for most people, taking copper daily is not going to present any challenges. Of course, you know, they should be speaking with their uh, healthcare practitioner, uh, make sure that, uh, that that's okay for them. Two milligrams is quite a low dose. As a matter of fact, back in the 1950s, uh, the FDA had recommended that people get 3.5 milligrams per day. So the dosing is, has changed over time. Uh, there's obviously natural sources. Copper, if someone didn't want to take liver regularly, uh, we might find some people that would enjoy chocolate as a uh, as a source of copper. In any case, supplementation, you know, is, is uh, relatively easy. And if someone became infected with COVID uh, from the medical doctors that I've spoken with that deal with this, a really great recommendation is to take a uh, IV of vitamin C, minimum of 10 grams, uh, as much as 50 grams. I know medical doctors that use 50 gram IVs to deal with, I don't want to make claims, but anyway, it deals with a, 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 a acute viral infection very, very rapidly. Uh-huh. And that's, and it's cheap and it's readily available. And also in terms of prophylactics, vitamin D, uh, there's study data that shows over 80% of the deaths in COVID come as a result of vitamin D deficiency. Someone taking, let's say, 5,000 IUs of vitamin D daily, that would be a great way to protect against uh, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, really great tips, and I appreciate this information to empower people. Um, do any of your patches support vitamin D production? No, they don't. We don't. Have, the sun does a pretty good job with that, and uh, and oral supplementation is inexpensive, so that's not something that we have uh, done with the patches. Just curious, yeah. So, yep. David, well, this has been a really enlightening conversation and really inspiring for me. And have a, I, my wheels are turning for you know support that I can continue to give uh, for my patients. So I, I can't thank you enough for your time. And if people want to learn more about your work, about the patches, and anything else you're up to, how can they learn more? Oh, they can go to our website, which is simply LifeWave.com. Great. We'll have that in the show notes. And again, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure.
Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope this information was informative. Please check out more information about LifeWave Patches and David Schmidt's work in the show notes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, I would be so honored if you would leave a review. Reviews allow this podcast to have a farther reach. And I so appreciate your support in sharing this information. So have a beautiful day and thank you.